What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome back. Cincy 360 on this beautiful Friday afternoon, ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station, a service of our good friends at Cincy Shirts. Uh, it is that time. Each and every week we have a chance to talk some FC Cincinnati. We do so with the voice of the Orange and Blue, Tom Gallarder, joining us right now. Tommy G, what's up? Tony, happy Friday. The sun is shining. The grass is green. It's a holiday weekend on tap. And FC Cincinnati, home from Atlanta with three points, three more on the line. Life is good, brother. How are you? Man, Tommy, this is – so last week we spoke on Friday and FC Cincinnati coming off a bad week. Yeah. The the Columbus debacle. It wasn't great. They lose down the stretch against Miami, and you and I both talked about – what you do next. This team has been brilliant at responding to the adversity they've seen throughout the season, but we spoke of the importance of getting results so that that doubt doesn't start to creep in as the season rolls on. Here we are talking a week later, six points for FC Cincinnati. How have they done it? Yeah, well, they they certainly didn't doubt themselves, that's for sure. And uh, they were very strong mentally. And that's a credit to Pat Noonan and his coaching staff for preparing these guys and and being able to find a way to bounce back. And Pat acknowledged that last Thursday the team was a little down, and rightfully so. You should be. You had Messi and Miami on the ropes and and didn't put it away and, and fell in the penalty kick shootout. But they came back Friday, and, you know, I like to use a line, uh, you know, in business, uh, sometimes you get your teeth kicked in, right? Well, what do you do? You bend over, you pick them up, you jam them back in your gums, you get back to work. And that's what FC Cincinnati did. And they did it in convincing fashion. Uh, last Saturday at home against New York City and punishing a team that frankly isn't very good, but you still got to go out there and do it. And they did it with a little bit of rotation. And then they went to Atlanta and beat a good Atlanta team who was red hot, uh, having won their last two games by a combined score of 6-0. And coming from behind to do that, it was interesting. It was the first time in 32 games that Atlanta lost a game they were leading at the half. Wow. And that's a credit to the entire team for what they did and to do it in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which isn't an easy place to play. On a night when the first half, it didn't really feel like many things were going their way, they started to click. And when they did, they started to set up opportunities, and they found a way to win that game. And again, Pat Noonan and his staff uh, gets these guys ready. Uh, They don't have a whole lot of time to talk about it, and sometimes that seems to be to their benefit. You know, how how big of a deal is it? Because they they win on the road in Atlanta, come from behind fashion. They become the first team in MLS to clinch a playoff spot. I know the goal – at this point is not to make the playoffs. But when you look at what this team has done in just a couple of years from being in the cellar and and being at the bottom of the MLS standings to being the first team to clinch, I know they want the supporter shield and they took a huge step forward this week in getting that, but how much does it mean to to have that title as the first team that clinches? I think it's cool. I think uh, everybody's excited that that's locked up, but that was the expectation this year. So there wasn't a big celebration. There wasn't a big party in the dressing room with team photos and special T-shirts and all that because, okay, that was the plan, guys. We got to where we planned to be. But the goal was much bigger, and the goal was to be taking pictures with trophies. And there's going to be an opportunity to take a picture with the supporter shit if they continue down the path that they're on. 
and finish strong. And if you win the Supporters' Shield, then you have the best path to hoisting MLS Cup on December 9th. So I think that the goals are still very clearly in sight. I think it's a great accomplishment that the team locked up a playoff spot in August and that they were the first team to do so. But it was like, all right, congrats. That's nice. Put the X next to the name in the standings, and, and let's move on to the next one. When you look at now as this team takes the the next step, and, and before we even get to the next step, how – Make me understand because I, I see that Pat Noonan earned his first team of the match day honors. Yeah. How Hallelujah. How shut, for a team let's go. a team that is eleven points clear of the New England Revolution in uh in the standings, a team that has been in control for much of the season, how does it make any sense that this was the first no, award for Pat Noonan this year? It doesn't. It doesn't. It's uh it's egregious. I almost kind of wanted the streak to continue just because it was laughable. But I, I think I'd put out the tweet or the X or whatever it's called before uh, before the game that uh, of the 28 match days in which they recognized a coach for coach of the match day, FC Cincinnati had played on 25 of them, and they had won on 16 of those 25. And somehow, some way, Pat Newton right. wasn't recognized for any of them. But it's not like everybody picked FC Cincinnati to run away with the season, so they're just expected to win, so he's not doing anything. Like, he's still coaching this team to the best record in all of Major League Soccer, and you're telling me that in none of those weeks he deserved the honor? That's just egregious. And, look, uh, I'm sure that, that if he was sitting here with us right now, he would tell us, guys, this is the least of my concerns. Uh, it's neat to be honored, but but I'm not concerned about it. Um, at the end of the year, he, he sure as heck better be Major League Soccer's coach of the year. I think he's running away with that honor, and I hope that he'll receive that. And that's certainly um, he should be very, very proud of. And, you know, he'll be added to a list of, of the best of the best in Major League Soccer over the years, um, if that's the case. And, and I hope Luciano Acosta is receiving MVP as well. We'll see how things go for the next, you know, eight games and, and where things wash out. But they certainly deserve to be in that conversation. But, yeah, that was, that was a little bonkers. But I'm, I'm glad to see his name on the list. We have talked multiple times this season about FC Cincinnati not just accepting where they're at, always trying to improve themselves, whether it's moves they've made during the season, uh, different things mm-hmm. they've done. They added to that today. They didn't make an addition, but they did go all in on a huge piece mm-hmm. of this team and a piece of this team's future. Uh, Roman Celentano, the all-time saves leader for FC Cincinnati, right. uh, signed through 2027. How big of a deal is this? I think it's a very big deal. Uh, what a, you know, surprise in some ways the last 52 games have been with Roman Santano in goal. And I think Chris Albright and his staff saw what he was capable of and, and therefore brought him on to be a piece of the puzzle and be part of FC Cincinnati. But nobody expected him to start last year, but he got that opportunity. He never let go. And he's been phenomenal. And he's been better now in his second year. So, for Chris Albright and FC Cincinnati and the ownership group to, to go ahead and, and make that investment, give him a raise, lock him in for four more seasons beyond this one. Uh, it's it's a major win for the club, and it's a major win for Pat Noonan because he knows he has his guy, and for Roman Celentano who gets a raise and, and gets the stability of knowing that he's locked in for the next four how years. Much, so how, I, think, I think it's awesome. How much on top of that, though, is a statement that has continued to be made that, yes – trying to win it all this year, but it's not one of those one-and-done flash in the pans. This team is building. No. They're building to sustain, and, and when you right. sign pieces like this for multiple years, that just echoes that sentiment that, that we've seen uh, already from this organization. Yeah, for sure, and Chris Albright's been very 
um, calculated about his contracts, right? Because he inherited some that really handcuffed him in his first year coming in, and yet he was still able to work some magic. And now he builds upon that with finding pieces like Roman Celentano, and he could take a piece like Roman Celentano and lock him in, you know, for for long term. So I think it's uh, very important. I think that, you know, there's a couple other pieces to look at, whether it's extensions or raises or whatever, um, you know, in the coming months. But, no, I think, uh, I think it's very, very important, especially in a position like that where you see so many teams have stability at goalkeeper issues. And FC Cincinnati hasn't had that at all. Um, you know, not not since Roman arrived, I right. should say. You know, the, they, they had plenty of that previous, you know, the first three years when, when they were the worst team in Major League Soccer. But with Roman, they have that stability. And if you're able to lock him in, and he's a domestic player, so he's not taking up an international slot, it's all positives across the board. And he's a great great guy to boot, too. Like, you know, is as humble as they come. And always takes the time to talk to people, say hello. The fans love him, so it's a it's a win for everybody. When you uh, when you now look going forward uh, into September, this team closes out August in a very strong way. Going into September, what does things look like now on the schedule side for FC Cincinnati as they continue to try to reach that supporter shield? Well, this tomorrow is the end of this busy stretch of five matches in fourteen days that started with that Columbus game and the loss, then continued with the penalty kick defeat to Miami, and now it's turned up with two straight wins in league play. And so you have a home game against Orlando, who's actually been pretty good. They have more points than anybody else on the road this year, but it's in the Fortress, where FC Cincinnati has been so, so good, taking 37 of 39 available points at TQL Stadium. So you play tomorrow, and then you have two weeks off, so everybody's finally going to get a chance to rest their legs, take a deep breath, unless they're going out on international duty. Uh, Junior Moreno called into Venezuela. Santiarius called into Colombia. You had uh, Aaron Bupenza called into Gabon, but we'll wait and see how his injury status maybe affects that and if he's able to make the trip. So a couple guys will have to go out, but everybody else will finally be able to take a deep breath. I'm sure they'll get a couple extra days off. Uh, they will train next week, then probably get the weekend off and get back to it the following week. Then they come back, and you have a game at Philadelphia, who's very good. Then you go to Montreal, and then you're home for Charlotte. So you head right back in to the cement mixer with three games in eight days, but those three games could be closing out a supporter shield right. uh, if you get a win against Orlando City tomorrow. Uh, I do have to ask you, uh, outside of FC Cincinnati, it, it, yes. it, it was evident yesterday, Tommy, that Uh-oh, this that this two game set to decide the Ohio yeah. Cup at the end of the year is now more important than ever. What what yeah. an what an active day from the Indians and the Reds yesterday, no doubt yeah. setting up Both a collision at the end of the year. Yeah, setting up a collision that could uh you know, knock one team out of playoff contention, could put the other one in, they could split them and end up where they started. Um no, it's gonna be a contentious month, isn't it? Between mm. uh Cincinnati and Cleveland. Yeah. Now what do you what do you make early on because we'll we'll talk next week of of the game yeah. but do you think uh Cleveland is now a step behind because they've been they've, they've been preparing for Jake Browning because we haven't known Joe Burrow's status or do you think <laughs> Yeah that, that was they've... probably it. Yeah, they they probably were preparing for him. There's no question. Yeah, they've um, got to be behind the yeah, eight ball I now. I think the coaching staff scrambling but they have a whole week so yeah. somehow some way I think they'll be able to catch up and there's you know they've they've, they've faced Joe a few times so it's not a completely uh <laughs> you know, foreign subject for them. But, uh, no, I think I, I think it's an intriguing week one game. I'll tell you that much. Like you what? Said, we can talk about it next week. But I think it's a really intriguing week one game in a 
in a division that's going to be a rock fight all season. I had I have to ask before I let you go. What what is the yep. uh, from a preseason standpoint? What's been the conversation around that team? Is Deshaun Watson? Is it is it positive? I think is people it unknown? Are excited, uh, about Deshaun? No, I think the thought is that you know he started to put it together at the end of last year and. You know, they, they saw some glimpses of it during preseason. And NFL preseason is so funny now with guys who rest and don't rest. And, you know, some, you know, the first teamers were playing against Kansas City for a bit, but Kansas City's defense wasn't really first teamers. So it's like, you know, how right. true is of the form is it? Because Kansas City has their prerogative and, and Cleveland has their prerogative and so on and so forth. So, um, no, I think there's enthusiasm and I think all the pieces are there. You have a future Hall of Fame running back in Nick Chubb. So, you know, your running game should be set up. Your offensive line is pretty good. You have a quarterback who can be great. Will he be great? And if he is great, then you have another player in the division. But if he's not great, uh, it's probably a tough season. Well, I know this. You're great, Tommy. You are great. Well, Tony, you are as well. That I appreciate is, that. That's all you I have to say. You know how to make God feel good on a Friday. That's what we're talking like, about. Feel good Friday. Weekend, yes. I might, have something, I might have something dialed in for you guys tomorrow for the game, so you might want to. Oh, whoa, okay. Whoa. Okay. Special dialed in for the, for the holiday weekend. So Tommy went out and celebrated. <laughs> the, he went out and said, well, uh, clinch miss a little bit. He got himself a new <laughs> a new pair, <laughs> a, new, a new set of heat. Uh, like a. Like I like I like I tell my friends, you're only out of the game until you're not. You know, Tony, you could learn something well, from back. Tony. You could learn something from Tommy. We went to the Taste of the Bengals, and yeah. Tony had these yep. sick Jordans on. Yep, Be- like mm. one of the nastiest mm. pairs I've ever seen. You think he posts them? Yeah. You think he kicks the feet up? No, doesn't even let anybody know he's got feet heat like Tommy I mean, G. You gotta, I think. I think. Hold on. Hold on. I think I saw a picture of yeah. Tony and his wife. See, and, I am. Thank you. Sometimes you got to be subtle about it. Mm. Okay? Thank I, you. I, I caught him. Thank you, Tommy. Okay. It was a subtle flex. I saw them. It was a subtle flex. But I caught it. I love it. Yeah, it was all right. I love it. It was all right. Tommy, man, uh, appreciate you joining us. Uh, Keep things rolling. Uh, Go get another three, and we'll talk again next week. All right, that's a deal. Look forward to it, Tony. All right, Tommy. There he is. Tommy G, the voice of FC Cincinnati. Always appreciative of his time on uh, Fridays. we got to get to a break. Plenty I love, more. I love what we're at the point where we get to rib Tommy about the Browns. I know. My favorite part. We're also, uh, we also got to get our pickums in in yes. this hour. So this is still a loaded you know, One of these Fridays, we're going to have Tommy come in and be our guest picker. 100%. That sounds like something 100%. we should do. Uh, we'll get to a break. We'll be back. We're a service of Cincy Shirts. This is ESPN 1530 Cincinnati Sports Station.